The Feather McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Bill Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. The fighting is over in Korea, but the battle to save lives goes on, both abroad and on the home front. There is no substitute for whole blood or serum albumin in treating the ill and injured. And the need of your blood donation is as great as ever. It is needed for the thousands of wounded men in our military hospitals who are still fighting for a chance to live. And it is needed on the home front in the fight against polio. In recent months, gamma globulin, a blood derivative, has proved to be one of our most potent weapons in combating infantile paralysis. All blood collection activities have now been integrated into a single national blood program, and this program requires the support of our entire population if blood is to be available when and where needed. Giving blood is painless and does not take much time. And the feeling of having given to the well-being of a fellow man compensates many times over for the little time and trouble spent. Why don't you visit your local American Red Cross agency and make a blood donation? Ask a friend to go with you. Make one trip serve double. Did you ever try to make up a newspaper ad describing a house for rent and then get it down to three lines of type instead of half a page? Well, Mr. McGee has offered to find a tenant for the house next door. And he's sweating out the ad right now as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. Hey, Molly. Yes, sir. You know any sort of way to say exclusive sex in the town and just exclusive sex in the town? Are you still working on that ad for Mr. Ingram's house? I'm trying to hold it down so the ad don't cost too much, but still I want to make the place sound good. Very worthy objective. Hmm? I said that's a good idea. Yeah. I want to rent this place quick, Ingram, and start collecting my 20 bucks a month commission. What have you got down so far? Well, I had to abbreviate a little to get it all in three lines, but I think it's all here. I'll read it to you. Go ahead. For rent. Two bedrooms and them, beautifully furnished. Ideal for small, quiet family. Reasonable rent. Well, that sounds Wall-to-wall carpets. Large picture window with a beautiful view of the fenced yard with adjacent garage. Perfect for one car in storage or two cars if preferred. Inquire next door to whom it interests immediately. Are you through or are you just taking a breath? No, that's it. Now, if I can just add exclusive sex in the town, all we have to do is squeeze in our phone number and it's ready to go. Where? To the sardine factory? What do you mean? You think I abbreviated too much? Oh, McGee, that's no ad. It's just a bunch of mixed-up letters. Oh. Looks like somebody fell downstairs with a saddle gun. You mean it seems a bit unclear, my dear? Unclear is unquestionably and undoubtedly the unexcelled understatement of the year. Right. Well, you'd better start over. It seems very clear to me. I don't know why we Oh, I know what. There's somebody at the door, and I'll try the ad on them. If they can read it, I'll take it to the paper. Otherwise, come in. Good idea. Hello, sir. Well, Mr. Wimple. Hi, Wimple. You're just in time. You can settle a little argument for us. Oh, goodness, no. I, I wouldn't want it butt in. You two go right ahead. I'll come back and edit. Oh, it's nothing like that, Mr. Wimple. Yeah, come on back in here. It's all right. She's not mad at you. No. Why should Molly be mad at me? Well, I thought maybe you refused to do the dishes or made the bed with wrinkles in it this morning. I don't do dishes or make the beds. Molly does all that. She does? 
How about the dustman? Who does that? I do, Mr. Winkle. <laughs> oh, I do all that kind of work. My goodness. How long has this been going on? That's the last time I took a trip out of town. Oh, you've been away, Wimp? Yes. I went out to the country to visit my aunts. I try to spend a little time with them whenever I can. Oh, that's nice. Sweetie Face won't let me keep them in the house, so I hid them under a rock at Dugan's Lake. I have quite a large collection of ants, really. Red ants and black ants. Oh, them ants. Yes, of course. Oh. <laughs> you thought I meant... <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Molly's got an aunt there that I think she must have gone from under a rock. A flat rock. Never mind about my answer now. Come on, uh, show Mr. Wimple the, uh, the thing there. Okay. Here, Wimp. Read this and see if it makes any sense to you. Uh, what is it? Don't tell him now. Just read it, yeah, Mr. Read. Wimple. All righty. <clears throat> says, two bidders, you see. Ruff, ruff. One and one half. Word to word. Tip. Swag, hold. Fire next door. Two cups. Oh, this is interesting. It is? Yes. I've seen these things in museums. A partly translated old Egyptian proverb from the King of King Tut, isn't it? Where did you find it, Mr. McGee? This is fascinating stuff. And those higher glasses. Okay, okay, skip it. You and Molly, I'll start all over. But doggone it, I gotta hurry. I wanna get this ad down to the newspaper office in time for today's paper. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. One of the outstanding characteristics of a democracy is the right of each individual to worship according to his conscience and his beliefs. The churches of America symbolize the belief of many that through community worship we can gain the moral strength and courage to lead a good life. They symbolize the important role which religion has played in the shaping of our nation. Each day, thousands turn to their religious leaders for personal guidance and for material help. Without religion... Many of these people would have nowhere to turn in their hour of need. All of us recognize the important role played during the war by chaplains of all faiths in helping our soldiers to adjust to military life. Thus, it is manifest that religion is an important part of the moral fiber of America. It was the need to worship which drove our forefathers to leave their native lands and come here. Let us not forget the importance of the church in our lives. Let us, through recognition of moral and spiritual hungers, guide ourselves and our families toward a way of life which bespeaks peace and harmony and goodwill toward all men. Ah, watch where you're going, you lunkhead. Goodness. I get a bit lonesome riding a dollar on this motorcycle all day, but that isn't why I stop you. 
May I see your driver's license, please? Well, now, sure, it will be a pleasure, my lad. There you are. Anything to help our fine boys in blue? Oh, there's Susan Brogue, number 33. I, I beg your pardon, ma'am. I say, it is a fine day. Sure, in the air, it smells a bit like old Killarney, don't you think so, my boy? Oh, yes, ma'am, and so it does. How am I doing, McGee? Well, it works. Uh, McGee is the name, I see. That's right. And this is my good wife, Molly McGee. Molly Driscoll, as was. From the county of Cork, no less. Well, you don't say. Well, now, before you start singing a chorus of When Irish Eyes Are Smiling, let me say that I wasn't going to give you a ticket when I stopped you just now. You weren't? No. I just wanted to warn you about your back wheel. It's a bit loose and... That could be dangerous on a sharp turn. Oh, well, now, it is mighty obliging. I mean, uh, thanks, bud. That's quite all right. And if I don't catch you speeding before then, happy St. Patrick's Day to your boy. And you, may your cows never go dry. Sure, he was a fine brow for the lad. Yeah. <laughs> Heck out of me. I wish he'd mind his own business. <laughs> classified desk over there. I hope we're in time for today's paper, because the sooner we get that house rented, the better. Good morning, and welcome to the Whistful Vista Gazette. May I help you? Yeah, we got a house for rent, sis, and we want to rent it out, so we'd like to run a for rent ad in your house's for rent column. Oh, that's a very good place for an ad of that type, sir. Yes, indeed. In houses for rent. We thought so. We at the Gazette are quite proud of the results achieved through our classified advertising department. Yeah, well, well uh... Amazing things have happened to our want ads, really. Oh. One of our clients ran an ad in the personals last week. I remember the wording exactly. It said, Will handsome man who smiled at blonde on a streetcar meet me Saturday noon at Walt's Malt Shop? I'll be wearing white sweater. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Did the man show up all right? Oh, there were 200 men jammed into that malt shop by 11 o'clock. And the place sold out completely in an hour. Yeah, but the girl, did she find the guy she was looking for? Walt ran the ad first. Oh. <laughs> I understand that when he sat behind the counter in a white turtleneck sweater and started frying hamburgers, they nearly tore the place down. Because they were... Yeah, yeah. Now, now look, sis, that's all very fascinating, but how much time we got before you close up the ads for the day? Uh, the deadline for today's paper is noon, sir. Mm. We have 15 minutes. If you'd like to read the topic to me, I'll well, take it. We'll be back in a minute. You come over here, Molly. Where are we going? Oh, just to this desk here. Once we've got time, I'm going to check this copy over again and try to cut the wording down a little. After all, I charge a buck a line. Let but... me see it. I'll read it over. Yeah, read it out loud. All right. House for rent. Two bedrooms and den. Completely furnished. Large fenced yard. Reasonable rent. Two-car garage. Call Wistful Vista 4366. That's short enough. Yeah, but we, we, we can cut it. Let me see. First, we can take out house for rent. Because that's the column it's going to be in. The houses rent column. We was paying for that. That's right. We can stretch that out. Sure. <clears throat> what do we got now? Two bedrooms and then completely furnished. Large fenced yard. Cut completely and cut large fenced. That just means two bedrooms and then furnished yard. How about the reasonable rent? Why don't we just say reasonable? That's the idea. It's a scenario, isn't it? On the two-car garage, cut two cars and just say garage. Now, we're going to see how it sounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two bedrooms, then. Mm-hmm. Furnished yard. Reasonable garage. Wistful Vista, four three six six. Doesn't sound like much, does it? That's okay. you got to make ads short and to the point these days. Well, let's turn it in. Good. You know, I spent the entire morning on this dad and other thing. Four hours just to write a three-line ad. I'll be glad to get rid of it and get the... Are you ready with a copy, sir? Yes, sir. Here you are. 
We're renting the house out for a friend of ours, next door neighbors, you see. Frank Ingram, his name is, although we don't want that in the ad because... Did Frank... you say Frank Ingram, sir? Mm-hmm. Is that house at 77 Whistle Vista? That's right, Miss. Mr. Ingram left town yesterday. Oh, yes, I know. He phoned the ad in yesterday and mailed us a check. <laughs> it's to run in tonight's paper. What? Here's the copy. Two-bedroom house with den. All beautifully furnished. Large enclosed yard. Spacious two-car garage. Well, oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. More wonderful comedy entertainment is yours for the listening tomorrow evening on the NBC Radio Network. There's the Bob Hope Show with special guest stars and the music of Les Brown's Band of Renown. There's the Phil Harris Alice Fay Show featuring 30 minutes of mirth and music with comedy characters Elliot Lewis and Julius Abruzio. And there's Gertrude Berg's heartwarming story, The House of Glass. All of these shows add up to a solid package of chuckle-filled radio entertainment to keep you smiling on Friday nights. And for musical entertainment, Friday brings both Dinah Shore and Frank Sinatra to the NBC microphones with their stellar quarter-hour song sessions. On her musical segment, Dinah Shore presents the lilting melodies that continue to keep her high in the popularity polls of America's favorite female vocalists. You'll enjoy the Dinah Shore Show tomorrow and every Tuesday and Friday evening. On Songs with Frank Sinatra, you'll hear a compact quarter hour of America's most listenable music. So be sure to hear Songs with Frank Sinatra tomorrow night on the NBC Radio Network. Well, the paper will be out in an hour or so, and we ought to have that house rented by tomorrow. I hope so. I wonder if we should have mentioned anything in the ad about the attic. The attic? You know, being locked and nobody's allowed to look in there on the corner. Forget of... the attic. I can't forget the attic. Doggone it, why did Ingram have to give us a key to the attic and then tell us we can't look in there? What's he got in there? What's so mysterious? We're not going to open that man's attic. Okay, we'll see. Good night. Good night, all. Indeed. Has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as Wallace Wimple in the cop and Virginia Gregg as the ad girl. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. This Saturday, enjoy Roadshow, an exciting new show on the NBC Radio Network. Thank mm-hmm. you.